Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrell, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th of September 2013, and this is episode 42. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. (laughs) Today's episode has not one, but two references to movies. How awesome is that? That's pretty good. I got a bit confused there. I mean, three references would be even better. It's true. It's true. We could name the episode something movie related, and then... And then it wouldn't have three episodes, three three things. But it yeah, depends on that. what we say, I guess. No, no, depends we'll, on what we'll, we say. we'll shoehorn something in at the end. Yeah, we'll just, we'll kind just of, if, we, if we don't get it, we'll just go, just go, uh, uh, uh Rocky Four, Rocky Four, and then we'll just, oh yeah, woo. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just uh, fire off a, a whole bunch of of, uh, of movie quotes, just one after the other, yeah. like that. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So this week, uh. Very exciting news comes from the BBC, as all exciting news does, I think. Doesn't it? Well, not all of it. No. Some of it does. A a large percentage. Uh, The BBC this week announced that, uh, announced some more details about the 50th anniversary Doctor Who uh, episode. Episode? Yeah, I guess. Special. Special? Yeah. Special episode. It's special because its mother told it it was. Uh, so we've, we know now, uh, the, the name of the episode, we know the length of the episode and we know a few details because of a poster that's been released for the episode. Um, I I assume you're going to share those details with the rest of us. I am. And in fact, uh, you can check out the poster. I'm going to throw a link to not just the BBC article, but uh, another article that I found on the internet, which has a better image of the poster, which I, I, don't, I don't seem to be able to find uh, just by itself. Um, there are some very interesting details on the poster. Uh, so first of all, first of all, the name of the episode is called The Day of the Doctor. Okay. So, so we know it's going to take place in the daytime. All right, fact fact one. All right, good. We we know that it's going to have something to do with with a with time. I'm going to go with yeah. T- That's time. good. That's good. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, it will uh, it will be forty. Hang on, I've I've lost it. No, it's not going to be forty. What am I talking about? It's going to be seventy five minutes long. Okay. So. Uh, the the website, the BBC blog, has uh, it says with special programs planned across the BBC, the celebrations will peak on the twenty third of November, with the anniversary episode revealed as the Day of the Doctor, starring Matt Smith, David Tennant, General uh, Louise Coleman, uh, Billy Piper, and John Hurt. Uh, the special for BBC One has been confirmed as feature length with seventy five minutes of adventure. That's exactly the amount of minutes you want for adventure. Any more than that, it becomes a little too adventurous. Well, I don't know, because um, Adventure Time is only like, what, they're like 15, me- 15 minutes an episode? I think that's all yes. you need for adventure. But I- I'm pretty sure that if someone said, let's watch multiple episodes of Adventure Time, you'd be like, heck yeah. But and do you know you'd what- watch 75 minutes. Do you know what this like, means? Hey. Do you know what this means? What does it mean? 
it's about, it's going to be about time, but it's also going to have adventure. I see where you're going with this. I think I think. Wait, wait, be- wait. Hold, hold on. I I think I can go even further. So the doctor can regenerate and and change the way he looks. Who else in Adventure Time can change the way he looks? Oh my, oh my. Yep. Yep. So Jake is the doctor. Indeed. Discuss. Mm. <laughs> Discuss. I think yeah. No, he's going to regenerate into into Jake. None of this. Uh, none of this. And and Bimo. Bimo is a Dalek. Yeah, I see that. Or, I can or, see that. Or Cyberman. Cyberman. Cyber person. I don't know. I think they're called Cybermen. Yeah, but it's not are, very. It's not very. They, uh, are they? Are they singularly called Cybermen as well? A Cyberman. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They don't really get referred to as uh, in the singular very often, do they? Well, maybe mm. they should. Because, maybe they you know, should. Cyber, Cybermen were people too. Maybe they should. Maybe they should. Uh, anyway, so there's, uh, th- I mean, there's a whole bunch of other stuff and uh, some of it is is covered in uh, in this particular uh, announcement, uh, including some stuff about the an adventure in space and time, which I believe is the... Um, it's the it's the documentary type uh, m- uh, movie about uh, about the start of Doctor Who. Okay. With uh, with David Bad- Bradley starring as uh, the first Doctor. It's uh, so so. There's heaps of stuff coming up, and it's all coming up very soon. Actually, uh, I mean the tw- the twenty third of November is not very far away. Really, I mean it's it's. No, it's about what a, a month and a week, something like that. A little over oh, two months. Well, no, two months, right? September, yeah, yeah, October, yeah. November. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just because you know, with it, with the doctor, time doesn't really mean anything. So I figured I'd just skip a month. Yeah. Well, for those of you who have Tardises, you can uh, you can jump into the future and let us know how it goes. Yeah, I, I hope we get an email like that. Yes. I'm like, oh yeah. By the way, I, I I've, I've got my my Tardis, and I let's show the episode. It's quite good. It, it was all right. It it wasn't great. Yeah, you know, it was it was it was everything that I kind of expected it was, but that, but nothing more. Yeah, it was a minute too much of adventure, I think. <laughs> uh, excellent. So, yes. Speaking of things that will never happen, uh, do you remember in X Men Three? I forget what the what the full title is. Is it Last Stand? Is that what it was called? Yeah, it was called the Last Stand. Last Stand. Yeah. It was dumb. Anyway, do you remember that uh, Ellen Page had a small role in that movie? She did. She played Kitty Pride, which was played by another actor in in uh, in the previous two movies. Pretty sure wasn't it played by two different people in the other first two movies? I don't as know. Well? They, they they only really like in the pre- two previous movies. They had even less of a role than they did in the third one. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure in, in the first one, she's the first mutant you see at the school and she just walks through the door. Yeah, she walks through the door. It. But then there's like mention of her in the second one. There's mention of her. Oh, she, you know, I, I know, a, I, I know a girl who can walk through walls and, and she does, uh, yeah. she, she, she does make an appearance and I think she walks through another wall then, uh, or something. Which is what, what you have. If that's your power, you, you have to do that as much, as much as you can. Right. Right. So, but Ellen Page, Ellen Page was was her in the third one. Yes. Uh, and possibly the best choice for for Kitty Pride, in my, in my opinion, no. despite the fact that it was a rather awful movie. I I agree on both on both points. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
she's actually she will be coming back for the uh, x-men days of future past movie again as which is kind Kitty. of cool um and unfortunately they, they well depending on who you ask they're they're not if they were sticking as close more closely to the comics the movie would essentially be about her because that's how the comics are but they've of course said you know who's going to sell more movies uh ellen page or hugh jackman and i think the the world you know gave a resounding hugh jackman so i think i think that's fair yeah yeah oh yeah yeah I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be scenes of him, you know, uh, posters of him standing there, looking straight ahead with his arms down on his side, with an angry face, with destruction going he does on that behind well. him. Yeah, he does it very well. Anyway, Ellen Page has said that if that she'd be more than willing to make a standalone movie, uh, as you know, a kitty standalone movie with Joss Whedon directing, and of course, this means very little. I think, and I think we want to point out this is this is not like. You know, someone saying this is going to happen. This is her just going, I really like that. But it's one of those things where you go, wow. I, you know, I sat there and thought about it and I go, I'd really like that too. Like, I think that'd be great. Yeah. No, I could, I, I would definitely watch that. And uh, let's be honest, the you know, the world needs more uh, female superhero movies. Yeah. And uh, what better, but what better way than to, you know, harvest the ones that we already have that are really cool. Yeah. And, and I, I think uh, Kitty's one of those characters who's, who's actually a, like a good character on her own right like it isn't one of those characters where they're just right. where like even um like in the sh- in the show that you did with katie you guys mentioned uh captain marvel um carol danvers i've never liked her character because i just felt like she was always like she was she was never i would never felt like she was really a strong character on her own it was always just right. like she's she's there like she was one of like the the, the hundreds of you know people who were avengers at one time or another and and that was about mm-hmm. it but Kitty, at least at least to me, and, and maybe it's because I, I grew up reading, you know, the X Men comics has always been like, you know, like, oh yeah, that's like she's a she's a cool superhero, not just a cool female superhero. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's important. It's important that they actually have a story to tell with these characters, and not just you know, oh, we're going to make a movie that has you know this character in it because well, we can. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so again, like who, who knows if this, if this will ever happen. Um, and you know, who, who knows what's going to happen, but I, I hope that she gets a bit more screen time as, um, as Kitty and, and Daisy future past. Uh, and mm. you know, hopefully we'll see a, a Kitty spinoff movie. It'd be nice. Yeah. I, d- I doubt that it's ever going to come out with Joss Whedon, uh, at the helm because, uh, as we know, Joss Whedon is pretty much tied to Marvel at the moment, uh, and that's not you know Marvel move like Marvel based movies in general. That's to the Marvel Studios where right. he's kind of overseeing uh, all the uh, you know the the Marvel verse uh, stuff, which you know th- things like Iron Man and Thor and Avengers and stuff like that. Uh, so the fact that X Men uh, in its current uh, form at least is uh, is being produced by Fox, kind of leaves very little room for that to kind of happen because I I mean the only the only time that we've ever t- like that we've ever heard of the possibility of seeing a crossover between these two uh, worlds and I think I think maybe Hugh Jackman has also suggested that he'd like to you know, he'd like to do something like that where he appears in the in the Marvel verse to kind of uh, join those two things together right. Um, but 
I, I don't really see it happening. Um, I, I don't see Marvel being very keen to uh, somewhat dilute their uh, pretty good streak, really. I mean, with, with, with superhero movies, with something as uh, unpredictable as the X-Men franchise, yes. which has had uh, some decent movies and some pretty awful ones. So... Mm. I don't. I, d- I don't see it happening anytime soon, at least. Um, and uh, I mean, we may see Ellen Page join the Marvel, uh, the the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe, the non X Men stuff, uh, as a different character, maybe. Um, but I, I very much doubt that we're going to see a Kitty Pride uh, being helmed by Joss Whedon, let alone let alone a Kitty Pride movie in general. Yeah, uh, which is what. Well- I think the reason why uh, Joss Whedon's name has been thrown around is because, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, he actually wrote X-Men comics for a little while. Right, yes. Um, which, and I've actually read his run on Astonishing X-Men. It was quite, I actually really enjoyed it. But it, it made Kitty, like, you know, she was, she was a, she played a pretty big role during the, the little arc that he did. So, you know, people are like, oh, you know, he's, he's, he kind of already has a feel, I guess, for the character. Yeah. But again, like, I mean, like you said, of, he's, he's a busy guy. Talk. Yeah, yeah, there is lots of talk about about uh, possibilities of joining them, uh, joining the two uh, universes together. Um, and I was going to say before that uh, one of the things that we've seen uh, recently that has, people people have been considering, you know, oh maybe they're going to join them together was was the whole thing about Quicksilver, yeah, uh, and Scarlet Witch to a certain a certain extent. Um, because I think Quicksilver is appearing in both Days of Future Past and Avengers Two. He is, um, but d- different but actors. He's going to be different act. There's going to be different actors and essentially different characters or different uh, incarnations of of that particular character. Yeah, well, yeah, because because the the Quicksilver and uh, the Scarlet Witch in the comics are the children of Magneto. Yes. Um, and obviously Magneto doesn't really exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, at least not, not in any form that they've shown. So I doubt they're going to go, you know, he, you know, here's, here's these guys as the children of this guy who were number 10 doesn't exist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't even think they're allowed to mention the word mutants in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe because Fox kind of has the rights to that. So they'll more than likely they'll bring him in as, you know, they'll, they're, you know, meta humans or inhumans or something like that, but you know, anything to not say the word. It's very possible that they won't actually uh, reference the um, reference his origin in, in any case, yeah. because I mean, at these Avengers, it's not. Uh, it's we, we have very little, like we know very little about like uh, about Black Widow's origins and and uh, Hawkeye's origins. Uh, because they haven't had their own films, right? And I think it will be very similar with uh, with the you know second tier characters that we kind of introduce in Avengers two, like Quicksilver, um, because there, there's not going to be enough screen time to capture all that. Yeah, uh, it just it just isn't it just isn't something that can be done. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we're just we're just throwing it out there to the ethers of the internet that you know a Kitty Pride Kitty Pride movie starring Ellen Page gets. Two jelly and beans up, or two jellies up. I don't know. It sounds weird now. I'm just gonna stop. Uh, actually, the, the, having mentioned Magneto, I it made me think of a, a little um, 
little kind of graphic thing that I saw the other day. What if Magneto? What if uh, Captain America had um, had saved Magneto's parents? <laughs> Have you seen that? No. So it's pretty cool because um, it's uh, like it's like an alternate version of Magneto, right? Uh, the idea being, uh, what would happen if Captain America was um, was there and saved Magneto's family from, you know, from from the Nazis, and so you know in. Uh, you know, he, uh, Captain America is parachuted into Poland on a secret mission, and he assists some escapees from the uh, from from the Warsaw Ghetto. And Magneto actually ends up joining, uh, in joining, joining Captain America in sa- like in becoming, uh, in becoming a superhero along with the Human Torch and Namor. Also known as the Submariner. And, uh, yeah, and. Uh, I mean, he basically goes on to become a superhero, right? Right. In, instead of instead of a supervillain. So, uh, throughout like you know throughout time, like and there's a whole list of stuff here. Um, you know what what happens? Like he saves Pre- President Kennedy from assassination, uh, and becomes like the most popular superhero. And then you know, and he's a role model for mutants everywhere, and. His children also become superheroes, and you know stuff like that. And it's 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 um, I think it's really interesting because I mean, so often we just see, especially in the movies, uh, we see a lot of Magneto, kind of being a bad dude, um, which is, I mean, it, I mean, he, they they try and make him kind of complex and stuff like that, but mostly he's just just a bad guy. He's a bad and, dude. Uh, just wants to, you know kill off everybody that's not a mutant and stuff yeah as you and, do uh, I, like it it kind of nobody ever really thinks about what would happen if they you know went back and to before uh to before the um the scene where you know he, he bends the gate and uh you know he gets none of that actually happens what happens you know what happens then yeah maybe 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 in days of future past what they should do is send wolverine back in time to that point and uh get them and and save him well the problem is wolverine was busy in japan according to the the wolverine yeah but that's that's but if he's getting sent back in time uh, that's true. in this movie he but, could get sent back in time. but what if he accidentally stumps upon his other time self the the, the, the space-time continuum would break jelly we cannot have you, that happen you do realize that you do realize that poland and J- japan are not are not really close to each other yes, at all. Yes, but he gets captured by the Nazis while in Poland. Oh, I see. And they ship him off to Japan. Uh, I see. I see what you're talking about. The, yeah. you, you know this is a movie waiting to happen as well. And, hey, wait, 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 wait. I got the title. The title is The Wolverines. Plural. Huh? Uh, yeah. It's and, like and, Alien and Aliens. And the poster can be two uh, Hugh Jackmans staring at us with their arms down by the side with angry faces. <laughs> And angry faces. Yeah. Yep. Make make that Good. Hollywood go. Uh, just you know, send us send us a check when you when you're done. What what is this? What is this us? Send me a check, all right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. So uh, we we should probably move on to actual topic to other topics rather. No, they won't be as exciting as the Wolverines. Yeah. Well, 
I, I thought, sorry, I thought you were going to go somewhere with that. <laughs> no, right. I'm, I'm actually telling you to go into the next topic, but okay. you're, I'm going to get, let you do that. Okay. Um, so, uh, what was it? On no, the 9th, so a couple days ago, uh, Sony announced a fairly interesting new product uh, called the Vita TV. Uh, so it's essentially, it is a small device. I'm trying to see if I get this. Oh, the size is about six centimeters by 10 centimeters. So the thing's pretty tiny. Uh, and it plays Vita games, PSP games. Uh, it remote plays PS4 games. So, you know, you have a PS4 either in a different room or someone else is using the, is using your big TV. You have this hooked up to your small TV, I guess, and can you know i guess essentially stream it across th- through this device yeah um and i guess the 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 not quite fact that's going around is that you they'll also have a the ability to play like old ps1 games like obviously you have to you know download them uh from uh psn the playstation network that's cool. but you know so you'll you essentially you'll have a little little device that lets you play almost anything that <laughs> sony's uh, ever put out and it, it'll also that's, a, that's actually really impressive. Yeah, because I mean, when you think about it, there's not a whole lot in this space at the moment. Uh, that in the like in the kind of you know small gaming device space, um, there's the Oya, O U Y A, which is an Android device that got I think uh, it was crowdsourced, like it was crowd crowdfunded on Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, and it's the idea is that it's just an it's an Android device that plays Android games uh, on your TV. And uh, I don't know that there's a whole lot else really. Like there are some kind of you know third party kind of jobs that play old school consoles and stuff like that. Um, and some you know some really dinky little uh, game consoles, but nothing nothing of this kind of caliber, I would say. Um. Because you know, PSP and Vita games are a lot of them are, are very good, right? Uh, as far as you know, as far as quality is concerned, because they're most of them are being put out by um, you know people that actually care about games. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's the big name publishers that are doing it. Isn't it isn't the, the guy in his in his basement coding in his underwear? Exactly. Well, I mean, that's how I code, but you know, my, my boss tells me to stop because I'm coming into the office like that. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a very cool idea because, and and this I think is something that people have been wanting for a while, especially, uh, you know, especially in my kind of community where, you know, people are kind of hoping, hoping that, uh, Apple is going to turn the Apple TV into something like this. Um, especially now with, you know, with the ability to have, uh, controllers and stuff, uh, attached to iOS. Um, but, you know, sadly that isn't the case yet and... (laughs) Uh, one day, hopefully, hopefully soon, it will be. Yeah, and we'll have video games everywhere. So, um, so tell me a bit more about this thing. Um, give me some details. Well, Jelly, I like details. I'm glad you've asked. Uh, price is actually really cheap, like surprisingly cheap. Uh, so for right. the device itself, with with no memory card or controller or anything like that, is ninety five dollars. Mm-hmm. And with a eight gig memory card, the same they use for the the Vitas and a PS3 controller, is one hundred and forty four dollars. Which 
to me sounds okay. super super cheap considering what what you're getting yeah well i mean that that kind of is that i mean is that australian dollars or is that american dollars uh i guess that would be american i could tell you in yen if you want to know in yen because they haven't announced uh non-japan release information yet right but excitingly oh, yeah, excitingly it's about fourteen thousand yen so mm. take take that as you will mm. I will. I have no idea how much a yen, how much yen is worth. Um. So you know, there's that. Uh. But I mean, the prices are still good. Like I, I'm, I mean, I would have I would assume that this is going. It's not going to be that much more expensive in Australia. Uh. I mean, historically, the the con- the consoles have had a little bit more of a markup here, but. Um, but not necessarily uh, a huge amount. So maybe, maybe it'll be like a couple hundred bucks uh, with, with including a memory card and stuff like that. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. The the other thing that uh, this can do is, like, uh, like all the you know the the Roku's and the Apple TV type devices, you can also use it to stream media content. Uh, oh, with with nice. things like you know Netflix and Hulu as well. Yes, which pretty much, I mean, let's be honest, fridges have, have Netflix and Hulu and stuff now, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Um, not, not that you can actually use it here in Australia without uh, running afoul of um, some legal things. But, uh, but yeah, it's definitely, it, like, it's definitely on everything because um, the Xbox has it and the Apple TV has it and even some TVs themselves have yeah. it and Blu-ray players and... Pretty much anything that has a screen, really. Let's be honest, because they just want you to watch TV. That's true. I'm, I'm, you know, you probably get it on your phone. Yeah. Well, you can. Yeah. I know you can get it on an iPhone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's an interesting device. I, I, like I, to me, I think the most interesting thing is just how small it is. Like it's something that you could, you know, you go traveling, you could you could really just throw it in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, I could, you know, if I had one, I could just, you know pop it away in my bag and take it with me and come and visit you and I'd be like, hey, you want to play some Vita? You know you do. And I'd be like, yeah. I have to say though, I have to say, the the name Vita always to me sounds like it's like a health food thing or like a diet program or something. I know what you mean. Like you, you feel like we should be, be saying, have you, have you taken your, your supplement of Vita today? Yeah. Have you taken your Vita supplement today? No. Or like, or like, you know the, you know the, uh, like the, 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 the crackers that, um, and you, you snap them up, and I can't remember what they're actually called. Like they're, I don't know. I mean, if you gave me slightly more help than that, I, or more details, I might be able to help you out. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They're, you know, they're, they're like they're like a square shape, and they 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 have like preparations to turn them into like four smaller squares saltines um yeah so that sort of thing i i feel like it's like that a brand name of, of that yeah. like that sort of a product <laughs> yeah yeah and they're, they're like super healthy or something and i'm seeing like i'm seeing the branding being like blue and white okay yeah, yeah. you know yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh vita soy is a company that does like yes. soy milks and stuff like that. That might that might be why I'm thinking of that. It might be why. 
Yeah. I'm surprised Sony hasn't yeah. sued them. Wow. Well, you know, these companies, they all sue each other, yeah. don't they? <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's inevitable. It's waiting to happen. It's going to happen someday. Or it'll happen the other way around. Uh, where Vita Soy will sue Sony and say, like, hey, we were here first. We, we don't want, we don't yeah, want your video games confusing sure our, uh, our soy milk market. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe they're excited about the video game market using that using that name because suddenly they're making more money because people are confusing their soy milk with a a uh, video game console. Yeah. Hey, hey, honey, I got, <laughs> why, I got you the Vita you asked for. Why does this plug into my TV? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The question is when when is uh, there going to be the obligatory crossover between the PlayStation Vita and the Vita Soy Milk? I don't know. What would that look like? Um, because, well, you know, I mean, where where it'd be it'd be healthy. I, well, you know what? I I reckon it'll be an operating system for for the for the Vita because uh, what they'll do is they'll do they'll go the uh, the Android route, right? And uh, they will have they will have a their operating system will be called Soy or Vita Soy. That's good. That's good. I, I, yeah, I approve of this. And then all the all the like merchandise, the the uh, sorry, the uh, the uh, advertising and stuff like that would be like you know the things in the shape, but milk in the shape of the things oh, and stuff. Wait, I, I even got it. I, I got it. All the loading animations would be a glass of milk, milk filling up. Yeah. Hmm. Or you know how you know how the uh, the PlayStation has this kind of like three uh, D type like. Um, uh, abstract thing that goes across the stream it's like a wave of stuff yeah it's almost like like somebody shot you know, somebody like took a ho- like a water hose and sprayed it across in like slow motion or something it'll be milk that's good <laughs> yep it'll just be kind of wavy milk that's just kind of abstract floating in the air this is this is perfect i i, I just can't understand how this hasn't happened already i, I don't know either but we're basically going to be getting uh, royalty checks for this stuff right and left. Yeah. Between X Men and this, come on, guys. This is this is great. We've got it made. This is this is the last episode, Jill and me, because we'll be wealthy after this. <laughs> we'll be millionaires, millionaires, or maybe this will be just one of one of many more, uh, because you know we, we got to keep the money coming in. Uh, that's true. Know. That's true. And also, we do it for love. We do it for love. Love of money. Uh, and you know, uh, speaking of love, the time has come uh, for for me to talk about my true love, iPhone. How, how does your wife feel about this? She's okay with it. She's come to terms. She, she knows um, she'll always be second place in your heart. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so uh, this week, Apple had their uh, big announcement for the iPhone. Uh, which we we talked a little bit about last week. We kind of uh, gave some of our uh, some of the th- rumors that had been kind of uh, being passed about, and uh, of what we might be seeing this week. And uh, we were pretty much correct on everything. Yeah, I was going to say I, like, I was actually everything. pretty surprised. Usually with this type of thing, like there's all these this extra stuff that you know that no one knew about, or you know the rumors were completely off. But I feel like. But that was that was it, you know. Like that was all the big stuff. There's, I mean, there is a few more. Like, there's a few details that we kind of didn't have uh, that we have now about uh, about things. Um, but as a general rule, like features wise and uh, product wise, 
Uh, we we kind of it, like the internet basically nailed it. <laughs> um, so there are two phones. There are two new phones. One is called the iPhone five C, and one is called the iPhone five S. Which again, we knew already. Uh, the iPhone five C is definitely a coloured uh, plastic iPhone, uh, slightly only slightly cheaper than the than the iPhone five S, uh, which which is basically the upgrade to the current iPhone, the iPhone five. The iPhone five C is basically the iPhone five. Uh, it is it is not much change has changed on the inside. Uh, it's got the same chip. It's got the same camera. It's got the same uh, internals pretty much through and through. Uh, the only real difference is, uh, is the most obvious difference. And that is that it is, uh, has the big colorful plastic case on, on it. Uh, it comes in five colors, five magical colors. <laughs> this is the best type. Uh, uh, the first color being white. Uh, there's also like a kind of a pink red. I'd say it's like I'd say it's almost like a watermelon uh, color. And then there's like a lime green, a yellow, and a blue. Uh, so there's you know, and so that's basically it's 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 like a hundred dollars cheaper. It's not that much cheaper. Uh, it's not the sort of phone where you're like, oh yeah, I'll, it's so cheap. I'm just gonna buy them for my kids. And that way they will have phones and I can keep tabs on them at all times. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, so which it's, is a terrible plan. It's not a budget by, by phone. No, it's definitely not a budget phone. Uh, it is slightly cheaper, but it's only, uh, it, it's, there's a, I, I feel like there's a plan behind it and I won't go into it right now. We'll, uh, I'll cover off everything that we kind of found out about yesterday and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, well, the, I, I do have a question while, while we're talking about this. How much when, um, what was it? The the four was did the four have a four S? Yes, pretty much every every one has had a had a had an S moniker. How, how much? How much more did the four drop in price when the four S came out as opposed to the five C and the five S? You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but uh, essentially, and it turns out we are going to get into this right now. Uh, essentially, the five C is replacing the five on the uh, on in the product line, right? Yeah. Because typically, what they've done is they've uh, they've brought out a new product, whether it be the the new the newest, like the you know the next number up or the S, uh, the S year, the S model, um, and then they'll drop the uh, the previous model down in price slightly. Uh, and continue to sell it uh, so that they have a slightly cheaper phone. Uh, up until uh, you know, fa- fairly recently, really, they've they've also had the 4S just kind of sitting there as a as it's free on contract, that, uh, at least here in Australia. Um, and so you can basically get it with uh, any contract, and it'll be free. And uh, it's essentially like the cheap, cheap phone. Uh, but it's it's at this point in time, it's at least a couple of generations old now. Right. Uh, so you're basically buying uh, old stock. But this year, what they've done is instead of keeping the five around, they have removed it entirely. We've still got the 4S. Uh, you can still buy the 4S. It's it's staying as a as a as a product. Uh, and the five is gone, 
and the 5 is essentially being replaced by the 5C, which has the same internals. It's exactly the same phone. The only difference is that it looks new. Uh, because of the co- because of the colored case, and I feel like that was the entire, almost the entire point to releasing this thing because it's great marketing. Mm. Um, the uh, by by mas- making something look new, they're basically saying this is new. It's amazing. It's going to be great, and your life is going to be great if you have it because it's new. But it's not. It's it's the previous generation model in in a. That's been put into a suit and tie, a colourful suit and tie. I do. What I do like wearing colourful suits. They they they're quite exciting and fun. And 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 that's really it. Like and the the idea I think here is that uh, because people will uh, will see it as being a new product, uh, they'll be perfectly happy to go out and buy it to replace their five, as opposed to staying on the five. Right. Uh, which means that people are going to be upgrading sooner. Because it's going to age quicker. There is uh there is all sorts of uh, I'm I'm being very cynical cynical about <laughs> Apple's uh, motives here, and this is this is quite unlike me. But this this is kind of what what I'm seeing with this. Right. I, I feel like that's exactly what it is, and uh, and um, I mean I, I you, you can't put it past uh, Tim Cook because I mean he's a, he's a business guy, and that's exactly uh, that's exactly what I see this as. It's a, it's a it's a very uh, a very sneaky business move, uh, and probably will do like Apple will do very well from it. Um, but as a general rule, the five C is not a new phone; it's an old phone with a new case. Right. And uh, you, if you have a five already, uh, then you can probably get the same effect by going out and buying a twenty dollars case. <laughs> uh, if you have a previous model, then you're probably better off upgrading to the five S. And getting a case for 20, yeah, 20 bucks. Because yeah. it's actually a better phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, and you know, you'll be better off by doing so. And speaking of the 5S, uh, we found out some information about the 5S. Well, we didn't really find any information out. We more got it confirmed, right? Uh, so, the 5S is basically, it looks the same on the outside. So... <laughs> They're kind of they're kind of two different sides of the same coin, right? Because the five C is the same on the inside, but different on the outside. The five S is basically the same on the outside, but different on the inside. Right. Uh, it's uh, it's got a new chip. Uh, it's called the A7, um, which is uh, apparently twice as fast as the as the previous mo- as the five. I feel like that's what they always say. No, they don't. They actually sh- and they showed a graph at, uh, in during the announcement, which was. Um, it was quite telling because I mean uh, the improvements have been relatively significant, but not not twice as fast significant. Right. And you you look at this graph graph and compared to like the first iPhone, the it, which is you know, basically flat on the floor, it's <laughs> you know it's quite high. Uh, so it's you know so we're we're seeing a lot of improvement uh, in the iPhone line with this. Uh, one of the other things is that this this is a sixty four bit. Um, phone now because this this chip is 64-bit uh, and they're moving the entire operating system to 64-bit uh, which is which is really nice okay um, has a lot of benefits I don't think there's any other phones that are out there that do 64-bit yet well you know what Google will tell us the answer to that Google always tells us the answer Google knows all all hail Google I bet you I, I bet you're going to come up with like loads of uh, iPhone results. Yeah, uh, Samsung says its next phones will feature 64-bit processors too. 
Right. So that, that's that's the Me yeah. Too effect. Yes, that's Samsung through and through. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see anything else. So I mean, it's it's a nice that's a nice move, and I'm I'm I think that will be really good for them uh, as as the uh, as the line kind of continues forward. Um. The there's so we've also like the the battery life is right pr- pretty much going to be basically the same. Hmm. Uh, I think what is it like which two hours means, more or something like that? Yeah. So uh, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't really you know call that an improvement at all, uh, but. On uh, kind of under the surface, it's definitely going to be an improvement because uh, the the chip is obviously going to suck up more power, right? Uh, as things do as they improve. So you know the fact that they've actually kept the battery roughly the same is is really good move and really good. Um, and I think that Apple, like the Apple, despite everything else that they do, uh, you know that's one thing that they continually try to do is keep the battery life at least the same, if not better, right? Because uh, you, you don't want to be like, oh, I bought this new phone good. and it lasts half the time of my old one. Right, right. Especially if it's the same, it's, just, it's basically the same phone. Or especially if it looks like it's the same phone on the outside. Right. Which the 5S, the 5S looks very similar to the 5, which looked very similar to the 4S, which looked very similar to the 4. Yeah. Um, you know, so without w- without that kind of, oh, it looks like a different phone on the outside... Uh, if you don't at least beat the, you know, the the speed and the quality of the actual, you know, the internals and the and the software and stuff like that, people aren't going to be happy. Well, I think that leads to the next question, Jelly. Yeah. What color does it come in? Uh, okay. So the difference, there is a little bit of difference to the outside of the phone. Okay. Um, be, because and as we talked about last week, because we talked about this last week as well, uh, there is now three colors uh, that it comes in. Um, there is gold, silver, and space gray. Okay. Yeah. So the 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 silver one is basically the white iPhone that we've had previously, right? Because it's just it's the white case with the kind of metallic the the silverish kind of color metal me, metal the silverish metal the silverish <laughs> metal uh the silverish metal kind of uh parts to it like the back and stuff um which is now which is now kind of like is being considered silver uh the gold phone is basically the same uh except that the silver bits are a kind of a champagne or gold color right um and the space gray is relatively similar to the black phone uh from previous years which is the one that i have uh, the metal is slightly lighter in color uh, than than previous phones than the previous phones have been. But you know, I mean, I, I spent a little bit of time kind of looking at these phones, and it kind of reminds me of the twentieth anniversary Mac uh, in in many ways, uh, especially the gold one. I don't know if you've ever seen a photo of of that of that uh, been, but I'm I'm going to share what, I'm going to share a photo with you because. Um, I think you'll I think you'll understand what I mean when you see it. Okay. And I, I, for for those of you at home who who obviously won't be able to see this image, uh, I will I will throw it in the show notes so that you can you can uh, sh- you can enjoy the uh, yes the feeling along with Ben. You see it? Yes, I do. That that is pretty much that's that's the gold color that's in the phone. 
or on the phone. <laughs> yeah, so I like I kind of get that feeling, especially from like all the marketing stuff on, on the website, which I feel like is a bit of a step backwards, really. But you know, um, I'll deal with it. Like, let's be honest. I'll, I'll buy the. Uh, I'll, I'll end up buying the space gray color because that's the one that I like. And uh, and because it's space gray. It's also yeah. It is space gray. And I th- space gray. And I think it's the most uh, the most tasteful out of the three of them. Really, uh, the the white ones kind of they they feel a bit blingy, and I'm not really that kind of guy. Well, that's what happens when you have a a gold phone. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm uh, but I'm, I'm look I'm keen I'm keen for these for these phones to be released. They're coming out uh, they're coming out next week. Uh, you will be able to you can pre order the five C as of this Friday the which is well today you can pre order the phone as of today, uh, which is the fi- with the five C that is uh, that's the colored that's the colorful plastic one. Um, right. and then you'll be able to buy both of them as of next Friday, which is the twentieth. Okay. Uh, and you'll basically be able to walk into a store and get them, but you can't pre-order the uh, you can't pre-order the five S at all. Why not? I know. I know it's it's kind of sad. It makes me sad because I like to pre-order. So, them. will will you pre-order a five C? Uh, just to say you've pre-ordered something and then go ahead and buy a 5S? I don't, I don't think so. I don't have that kind of money, bro. And then, and then, and then call yourself from one phone to the other? I don't have that, that kind of money, Bean. I don't, I don't know what you think this is. Well, you will once our Hollywood money starts rolling yeah, in for today's episode. Yeah, we're waiting for the, we're waiting for that payment to come through. But until then, I can't afford to have yeah. two phones. It's just not, it's just not feasible. Well, I mean, I will have, end up having two phones because uh-huh. I won't be getting rid of the five, but, uh, but Yeah. Even more reason as to why I won't be bothered for buying a 5C. Because <laughs> uh, I'll be keeping the 5 around for development purposes. <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is some cool new features in the, uh, in the 5S, which is, which is uh, interesting. Um, one that we knew about already, which was the fingerprint scanner, right? Uh, so the home button. And it, it's kind of cool the way that it works. I'm really... I'm, I'm really uh, like they they showed off the way that it works at uh as part of their announcement, um. So the home button has been changed completely in the five S, um. The old style uh, home button, which is kind of a little bit re- reset recessed, uh, and has like the little square image on it, uh, is gone. Yeah. And has been replaced by something that's flat, and around the edge of it is like a is like a a metal, uh, a metal ring, uh. The metal ring. Is not just aesthetic though; it's it's also functional. It's actually a capacitive thing, so that when you put your finger on it, it knows that you're touching the button. And uh, okay. and the reason for that is to do with the uh, the fingerprint scanner, because underneath the underneath the button, which is like a crystal, it's going to be crystal, some sort of form of crystal. And uh, there's like a basically a camera, which takes a photo of your finger through the crystal, which is, is essentially a lens, and uh, right. uses that photo to... and then creates a... basically validates that, that photo uh, that, 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 that it gets uh, against its internal things for using... to get the thumbprint, which is really cool. It's also hidden, which is not something you t- typically see uh, with, with fingerprint scanners. Like, because there have been, been laptops and stuff that have had them before... 
and they've been the, like these little things that you kind of little uh, rectangular things that you kind of drag your finger over as it scans your your finger. Right. And uh, and this is very this is a different kind of method for doing basically the same thing. Yeah, and I think this this solves the issue that we were talking about last week, where we were worried that you know. You, you put a, a sensitive scanner like that behind a button that you're going to be pressing the whole time and it's not going to last very long. Right. Um, so they, they've done quite a bit of, uh, of work, I think, to make this, to make this work. Uh, and uh, it, I, think, I think it will be, hopefully it'll be a, not just a big improvement as far as, you know, now we have Touch ID, but also uh, it will be an improvement for doing, um, you know, for, at, to the button itself because hopefully the button will actually uh, be a bit more solid uh, in the way that it works. Right. Um, the way that they're using the fingerprint scanner is also very cool. Uh, obviously, uh, and this is what we all knew was probably going to be coming, uh, it's going to be, you're going to be able to unlock your phone with it. So instead of having like a passcode or something like that, you all that it, what, what it will do is when you tap that, tap that, uh, that button, uh, it will, it will recognize your fingerprint and just unlock the phone. Uh, so that if you if right. you hand it to somebody who does isn't registered for your phone, uh, you will they won't be able to unlock it. Um, but you can also use it to uh, verify your app purchases, uh, which is also very cool. And um, I was gonna say that's that's probably the best thing out of it because I think I think everyone who's used a phone can say the worst part is trying to enter in emails and passwords and things like that. Right. On a mobile phone. Right. Like, it's, it's awful. It's, you know, you're sitting there going, you know, A, no, no, not A, S, S, no, oh, frick, back, uh, uppercase, you know, lowercase, one, no, that, you know. So, uh, so that's, a, that's a huge improvement because, uh, and because as often as you have to, uh, uh, you know, enter your password to get, you know, to get purchases and stuff like that, it's, uh, and like you said, it's very annoying. Uh, but also, like, it stops people from, you know, who might know your password or figure out your password. Let's say you have kids who also use your phone and they want to buy Smurf berries and uh, they end up, you know, spending thousands of dollars on Smurf, Smurf berries because they happen to know your password. Well, now they'll have to steal your finger instead. So I think we're going to be, <laughs> I think the end result of this is that we're going to be training a lot of little, uh, of little mafia kids. <laughs> the kid mafia is it an increase in in finger related uh, injuries? Yes, yes. As they you know slice off their parents' finger so they can buy more Smurf berries. Yeah, yeah good, good. <laughs> Kids these days, yeah, they're crazy. Um, it is very cool though. The the touch ID. I'm very I'm very uh, keen to see how that works. Apparently, it works very well. Uh, you can rec- you can have. You can register as many fingers as you want with it. Uh, they don't, don't all have to be the same person either. Uh, so if you wanted to, you could register your wife so that she can open your phone and, and use it if, if, that's, uh, if that's something that you, you do. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the, the price is roughly the same as, as it was for the, for the previous model when it came out. Uh, it's around $869 for the, uh, for the lowest model and and it goes up from there. So it's, it's over a grand for the, for the 64 gig. Uh, it's pretty pricey. Yeah, it's it's not a cheap phone. Uh, most people will be buying it on contract though, so that's that kind of makes a makes a bit of a difference. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll be buying the 5C. Hmm. That's true. So, but yeah, I'm or buying I, two 5Cs. Two. Why not? In different colors. Why not? What, you need variety. 
you could you could buy one of each color and have one for every day of the working week. And then that's true. And then you could have you could have a a, a silver and a gold one for the weekend. Of the five. That's that's very true. But then you also need backups. So that's why you buy the uh, the other colors as well. Yeah. So the, you buy the space the, gray. Sp- yeah. And yeah. That's, that's your backup phone just in case one of them uh, one of the other ones. So really, what you should be doing is exactly. buying all of them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it first. So you might as well. So I think that's all we've really got time for. Um, if you'd like to read any of the articles uh, that we have for this episode, you can read them. They are online at jellyandbean.co forward slash 42. Because it's the answer to life, the universe and everything. That's that's good. Well, so, technically, it's the end of the, I, I, to the know, ultimate kind of, question of life, the universe, and everything. But you know, but we don't know what the question details. is. So, details. Yeah. Uh, you can also get in contact with us. You just go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, and uh, there's a form there you can fill out and fill it out. Sends us an email, and we uh, we love to hear from you. We love reading emails. They're great, uh, especially when they're not spam. You can also get in contact with us on Twitter. Uh, both of us are there uh, relatively frequently. You can talk to Brandon. He is at Brandroid Attack. B R A N D R O I D A T A C K. I got it right this week. I think that was right. Yeah. Uh, you can also contact me on Twitter. I am at Jelly Bean Soup. This has been Jelly and Bean, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, when we will have something else to talk about, I guess. We'll see you then. Bye. <laughs>